What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Self helpless. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're talking all about boundaries and mm. setting them. Uh. Setting them, having them, hoping to have them <laughs> at some point soon. <laughs> <laughs> you've done it. You've gotten a lot better. Yeah. The one I struggle with is work. I mean, it's my yeah. biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. As is, I think, for everybody here. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got an issue. Um, <laughs> let's start with a quotable. Let's do it. This is from French poet and journalist. You want me to and, do it? Yeah. Could you? <laughs> I would love that. I would oh, love that. I'm going to put on my douchey hat. Ready? <laughs> Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Ooh. Oh, I was going to say that. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Saint-Exupéry. <laughs> is there anything Kelsey can't do? No. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and the quote is, love does not consist uh, of gazing at each other, but in looking outward together in the same direction. Well, that's oh, nice. But gazing at each other is fun. In gazing at each other, but looking outward together in the same direction. Ah, yeah. So growing together. Right? Sure. Yeah. I, I like guess. That. I don't know how I feel about that quote. Yeah, you want to gaze. I like to gaze. Gazing's a good time. Gazing's nice. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I get the sentiment, I suppose. I'm probably just being a picky bitch for no reason. <laughs> I think they just mean like lasting love yeah, is just, you know, forward. being on the same side and That's being on the true. same team. Also that it has to be more than like a sexual attraction, gazing into each other's eyes. Right. You have to also be going down the same yeah. path. Sure. Yeah. Same life Sure, goals. sure. Sure, sure. All right. Antoinette. All right, Antoinette. Uh, we love Antoinette. Antoinette. Who the fuck is it? a French astronaut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Antoinette. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Oh boy! Uh, Let's get into get into it. boundaries. Yeah. God, should I start off with some Please intro do. stuff? Please do, guys. We're talking about boundaries today. If you hadn't noticed, um, <laughs> who chose the topic? Our helpsters did. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for recommending this. It is one that we are very excited about. Um, what is our goal for the discussion? Well, we want to define what boundaries are. We want to discuss why they're important. Uh, determine how to set our own boundaries and learn how to best communicate them that's a big one i think is learning so how to many. communicate a boundary yeah, yeah i do a lot of work on that in uh in therapy yeah yes. using the i statements rather than being like you fucked up yeah. right and this is how you're doing things wrong but yeah instead be like i would appreciate it yeah, it could yeah. Be if so you would stop fucking up stop fucking up right <laughs> that exactly. would be great <laughs> it would be so, it would mean so much to me if you would be better <laughs> if you would stop being a gigantic piece of shit that, <laughs> I yeah. think that's that's what I've learned in therapy. Yeah. Well, and defining what your boundaries are because everyone's going to have different ones. Mm-hmm. You know, that's oh, what's yes, important. Yes. Yeah, yes. communicating them can be very uncomfortable, but I, 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 it, it is good to tell them why that you have it. You know, like mm-hmm. I have a tendency to overwork, mm-hmm. so oh. I need to do this for myself so I don't die. Yes, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of different boundaries today. We're going to be talking about relationship boundaries, family boundaries, work boundaries, personal boundaries, so many things. So Yeah, food. Food, <laughs> food <laughs> boundaries? In yeah. the corner. You sounded like you went outside to say that. Food. <laughs> Just me and my food. Yeah. Um, Defining what boundaries are. Yeah. You want to talk about it, Tay? Sure. Yeah. So many people think of boundaries as the separation between them and others, but you should try to think about them as connecting points because boundaries are what provide a healthy structure for your relationships, whether it's with your friends and family, with your significant other, or with your coworkers. Each person's boundaries are going to be different because they're shaped by their heritage or culture where they live or come from, whether they're introverted, extroverted, somewhere in between, their life experiences, their family dynamics. Um, And even though personal boundaries can be challenging to navigate, setting and communicating them is essential for your health and well-being, even your safety. So healthy boundaries should be set for personal space, sexuality, emotions and thoughts, possessions, time and energy, culture, religion, and ethics. Um, I mean, we all have so much. I think, like Delaney, we've talked about the fact that when you and Cam moved in together, a boundary you had was like, it needs to be clean here. Yeah, it needs to be a lot cleaner. Yeah, because I will be a very like awful person to be around. And it's mm-hmm. not not like not in the sense that like I would be screaming and angry all the time. I would kind of just I would probably be very shut down and mm-hmm. like depressed. And that's anxious. Just, that's just how too much. That's what happens when there's just too much clutter around. I just I, it's not even that I get like phys- visibly mad or anything. It's just a very like I get sad. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not where I thrive. And um, I like the idea that like. Maybe when you set a boundary, it's more like, look, I want to show up for you in the best way. I want to bring my best self to the table when we are together. I like the idea of thinking of, of it as like connecting each other versus mm-hmm. separating. I've never really thought about it that, that way, but that's a good point. Like, hey, I, I have to reschedule dinner tonight because 
me showing up, you would not be getting the best me. I wouldn't be present. I wouldn't be listening as well. So can we do it next week when I have a little bit more time? Like stuff like that. Yeah. That's a good way to present boundaries. Yeah. Well, and I like your the the cleanliness thing with you, I think is a perfect example of like, that's not a boundary everybody has. Right. But you so clearly explain it where you're like, this is my background. This is my upbringing. These are why I feel the way I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, your partner has received that and understood it. Yes. Which is what's so important in romantic relationships or any relationship, really. I always give a backstory because I think when you just, when it's just like a surface thing, like, can you just please put your stuff away? Then it sounds very like naggy. Yes. It's like, hey, this is why I'm like this. And mm-hmm. there you go. And they, it just clicks. It clicks on a whole different level. Yeah. I have, uh, you know, certain sexual boundaries because of how I was raised. And I'm very clear about it where I'm like, hey, I know not everybody is like this or waits this long or mm-hmm. what have you or needs to be this communicative about it. But this is how I grew up. Um, I have worked on rewiring my brain as much as humanly possible. But um, at the end of the day, like this is how I am going to react to having sex with a person. And so I might need to wait until uh, the time's right for me or, or I know certain things or we're in a certain place because um, it's just going to affect me in a different way. Totally. And the right person's always receptive to that. Mm -hmm. Receptive to your boundaries and they understand it. Mm -hmm. They get it. And I didn't even grow up with religion and I'm still like, Hey, um, I will not eat your ass. <laughs> still a pretty strong boundary that I have. Personally. <laughs> and um, I'll pretty much do whatever you want. If, <laughs> if you're clean and you wait long enough, uh, See, you know, you show me the papers. Yeah. As long as you, you love me, that butthole, baby, I'll a do pretty much whatever you want. can only be <laughs> so clean. A butthole is a butthole is a butthole. <laughs> In my book. Can only be so clean. That's in our quote book. for the week. Um, yeah. Look forward to seeing that on Instagram. Oh, I yeah. love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so we also want to talk about you know why boundaries are important. Boundaries improve relationships and self esteem. Uh, having boundaries allows you to make yourself a priority, which I know we can kind of get lost in that sometimes. Uh, whether that's in self care, career aspirations, or within relationships, um, boundaries allow you to conserve emotional, mental, and physical energy. Healthy boundaries help you maintain enough energy to take care of yourself. Uh, Delaney, wasn't that something you've talked about with like your, I don't know if it was your Enneagram number or some personality type, but like you can put other people first rather than being like, oh, I'm actually zapping all my obliger. Obliger, yeah. Yeah, The four four tendencies, Gretchen Rubin. Yes, that's right. Go back and listen to that episode if you guys want to know more about that. Um, Each situation or person involved will determine the radius you need for your person personal boundaries. Um, and they also give us the space to grow. So giving yourself space to attempt things on your own fosters self-reliance and uh, asking for help when you need it also shows vulnerability and can strengthen your relationships. So it, they're so important on both sides of the fence, you know, yeah. taking time for mm-hmm. yourself and also knowing when, hey, I do need help. This is a healthy time to ask for somebody's help. Yeah, you have to protect yeah. your energy. Mm-hmm. You guys think of a time where you set a boundary with somebody and it was a really uncomfortable conversation or it didn't go super well or anything like that mm-hmm. that you'd want to share? Yeah, um, with family stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't want to get into like specifics, but there's a member of my family who I used to speak to like constantly every day. And then our relationship has changed a little bit in the last year. And I've had to be like, look, I need a little bit more 
of a strong boundary here. I need a little bit more space so that we can continue to have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say cruel to be kind because I don't think it's being cruel in this instance to set a boundary, but I don't think that person would have chosen to set the boundary that I did, but I needed that not only for myself, but because I knew that our relationship would not be good anymore if it continued to just be like, okay, we're talking all day, every day, regardless of if either of us are in a good mood or if this is Mm. just going to be a time to be each other's punching bag. Like that's not a healthy relationship. So um, that wasn't an easy talk, but I've stayed pretty firm with that and that's helped me. So yeah. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Yeah, I think with parents, um, it's hard, especially in families. For me, that's been mine. Um, Mm -hmm. With, uh, you know, obviously having more conservative parents and just trying to figure out uh what they're like i mean i straight up told my dad like you can't listen to the podcast i don't think he would be able to figure it out anyway but i'm (laughs) like you can't listen to the podcast and even like coming to shows not that they necessarily want to but i'm like i don't he said to me he's like he's like i want to come to shows i just don't know you know what you're going to talk about And i was like i don't want you to come to shows like that's fine like we can both have that boundary where you're like i don't want to watch you tell sex jokes and i'm like i don't want you to want to watch me sell sex jokes that would be weird um or even like coming to you know conan the first time i was like no you can't come like my whole family i was like you can't come um because you just have to know what you need even like the special taping in november like i don't know that they'd even want to go but they are not allowed to mm. um and my friends are good about that too where they're like do you, is it okay if i come would that weird you out um right. is that gonna put you in your head um so i think all of that's really really helpful i also i don't know that i've talked about this on the podcast but there was a joke i was doing about something my grandma told me that i thought was funny and um but it was something she kind of just told us it wasn't like you know, it's not like I'm doing a joke about something mean she did to me or whatever, but, um, I ran it past her a few weeks ago, um, kind of thinking it would be fine. And a few days later she told me it wasn't. And so I have to take it out of the special. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, you know, that's, that's an example of me giving someone else an opportunity to set a boundary because yeah, I could have just gone and done. Yeah. Cause I, I would, I would never want to do anything to, hurt her or like yeah. make her feel and it's a situation where it's like yeah there was a conversation we had it's not like a story from my childhood 
that, you know, affected me or mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I mean? Like I have jokes about my parents or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, you just, you said that to me and it affected me and I get to talk about it now. Yeah. Um, but it was just something, it was like a detail from her life that I turned into oh. a joke and I had, you know, packaged it in a way that it was like, it didn't sound like it was about her. Um, but I, I love and respect her so much that I was just like, Hey, like, I just want to run this by you. Yeah. Um, cause obviously this is, this is your thing. This is exclusively your thing. This yeah. has nothing to do with oh, me. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad I did because I would have hated if I had just done it. And then afterward her be really hurt and upset by it and me not be able to take it back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, absolutely. How to determine your personal boundaries. Mental health author and licensed psychotherapist Judith Belmont explains it is important on setting boundaries to identify your basic human rights. So the first one, I had the right to say no without feeling guilty. Mm. That is a hard one for all of us. That's a really hard one. Uh, Number two, I have the right to be treated with respect. Good, Mm -hmm. good, good. These are good. I have the right to make (laughs) my needs as important as others. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These are blowing my mind. I I, I need to keep these in my phone. (laughs) Okay. I have the right to be accepting of my mistakes and failures. Oh, boy. That is, I have the right not to meet others' unreasonable expectations of me. Damn, those are great. Mm, those are really good. So I good. guess the next time you f- you're about to set a boundary and you're feeling uncomfortable about it, read those to yourself. Yeah, yeah, because it is easier to just oblige yeah. than to set a hard line. Absolutely. Yeah, easier in some ways. Like yeah. I think easier in the moment, but then you're gonna yes. feel like shit afterward. Yeah, oh, man. And know your limits. Identify your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual limits. Check in with your body. Use cues from your body to help you determine if someone is violating your boundaries. Is your heart racing? Is your chest tight? Is your jaw clenched? Oh, yeah. Mm. Do you guys have like physical tells where you like can catch yeah. yourself doing something? Absolutely. Mine, I'm like, I always like pinch my um, <gasps> my thumb. I do that too. Really? really? Yeah, yeah. I do. I, I'll like need yeah. my thumb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, weird. Weird. I didn't know that. Yeah, was yeah. Yeah. I like I hold my breath. I don't breathe properly. Like I don't oh. breathe deeply. Ooh, I do that I'm too. I'm just kind of like... <laughs> The whole time, which is kind of like very shallow breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very tense in like my stomach and my back. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, tune into your feelings, important feelings to notice, discomfort and resentment. Psychologist and executive coach Dana Gianta, PhD, explains that these two feelings are cues that we're letting go of our boundaries. Discomfort and resentment. Wow. Wow. Uh, Gianta says resentment usually comes from being taken advantage of or not appreciated. When someone acts in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's a cue. They may be violating or crossing a boundary. Mm-hmm. So true. Yup. Because it's on us every time. It's like yeah. we didn't set it. So how could they know yeah. that they're violating it if we haven't set it yet? Yeah. Well, yeah. And sometimes uh, you set sometimes you set a boundary and people violate it. True. And you have That's to be like, true. hey, remember the boundary I set? Right. Um, right. Remember that? Right. I'm more speaking. I, I mean, I've put myself, I've gotten in some, some very, very uncomfortable situations, dangerous situations because I was afraid of speaking up and setting a boundary. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's really it's really important to yeah. your health and even your safety sometimes to set that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I can, I can think of like my, my, my past relationship from a long time ago, the very, very toxic one is like, I felt like I had zero boundaries in that. Mm-hmm. He could call me whatever the hell he wanted. He could do whatever. And I just 
was there and I would keep going back mm. and there was just no boundary at all. For sure. And then after that relationship, I feel like, especially roma- in a romantic relationship, if something happens, it's almost like, oh, it's like an immediate boundary. Yes. yes. So I think I learned a lot from not having any boundaries and now I know how to set them going forward, but yeah. still learning in most other areas. Oh, it's so, so hard. One, it's hard once you're, especially in like romantic relationships and family, I think too, when you're attached to certain people, you make more exceptions for them. Yes. I've been learning that like, even if you set boundaries up top, if people violate them when they know they're a boundary mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, it's fine. There's no reason for them to stop violating right. them. You know what I mean? Right. If somebody yeah. crosses a line and they don't know that it was a line, that's one thing. Yeah. But if they cross a line and they knew it was, and you go, I mean, right. It's all right. I understand. Like yeah. maybe you can do that once, but it, it'll, it, it'll become a pattern and it'll keep happening. So the, the, the knowing your boundaries, knowing why you have them and communicating them very clearly. So there's no uh, miscommunication. Right. I also think in the beginning of relationships, um, at least I've been there where like, you're so eager to please that person and kind Mm. of just be like, Oh yeah, like everything's going great. So, Oh, you need that. Okay. That's fine. I can totally do that. Yes. But sometimes I think when like lines are being set and structures being set at the beginning, you're not actually really thinking like, can I, can I abide by this or is this person actually going to be able to abide by what I said? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like shit gets real and you get into examples of like, Oh, like I thought you said that you could do that. And then they're like, Oh, I thought I could too, but maybe not. Right. I went through that a lot with Kane's drinking where it was like, Hey, like, yeah, I don't, don't love that. So maybe can you just, and then, you know, the boundary would just get pushed and pushed and pushed until yes. it was a breaking point. So yeah. Yeah. It's so hard. The boundary stuff is tough. Close to them. And like, has anybody ever like been with you when you were doing something and they pointed out something like a boundary that you haven't set yet? Like I, I remember a while ago being on the phone with somebody and having a friend next to me and then getting off the phone and my friend basically saying like, does this happen a lot? Like this person calling you in this way and like just you know, reacting this way. And I'm like, yeah, this is just kind of like the norm for me. And they're like, that's not, you Mm. should, that's not okay for you. Like that's not okay for your health, you know? So, so sometimes you, it becomes normal for you. If you you grew up in a certain situation where there's Mm -hmm. been something established that there's been like some, some kind of normalcy with the behavior established. Right. And then it takes a while for you to figure out that not everybody has that dynamic. And there are, other other people have boundaries that you maybe don't have kind of mm-hmm. also like oh interesting i should uh like I your should. role has been normalized yes not right mm-hmm. that's another thing to kind of pay attention to is like maybe you can also ask people their opinion like hey is this something that uh you know is yeah is this normal for you do you do this does your family does your friend does this you know like mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> quite interesting how to communicate your boundaries. Communicate from a place of strength, not from a place of fear or self-doubt. Fear, guilt, or self-doubt often cause people to disregard their boundaries. So fear of the response of another person, guilt for speaking against a family member. Uh, <laughs> oh, girls. Um And when you operate from a place of healthy confidence, you know that you deserve the boundary you are setting and you know how to say no, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Remember, if you don't acknowledge your own boundaries, you're disrespecting your needs and miscommunicating your boundaries to another person. Oh my gosh, I'm so like this. I've done this in relationships where... I go like, I'm really sorry I'm like this, but this is what I need, Mm, which which is like, 
invalidating your own pa- and they're not crazy th- I'm like oh I'm so sorry that I'm like this but I need you to not lie to me like oh I'm sorry that I'm like this but I need maybe this or that you know whatever like it's yeah it's it, you know you have to trust yourself to know um that your boundaries are reasonable and again I mean run it past friends of yours because maybe your boundaries if you if you think you're setting a boundary and it's like unreasonable i mean there's always two sides of one story if someone's like this is a boundary and it's like well i can't call you every 40 minutes like that's not a boundary right (laughs) like boundaries are usually people saying like i need space i need you know this sort of communication i need this sort of honesty like that's you know, know what a boundary is so people aren't you know sort of claiming that it's a boundary for them and they're just setting things that you have to do because like you know what you were talking about someone could say like well it's a boundary for me to not hear from you for three hours it's like that's not a thing (laughs) that's not what a boundary is um a boundary is usually think about it in sports terms a boundary is usually something you can't go past yeah not like a goalpost you have to reach right you know what i mean old amy schumer joke where she's like i took my mom to a soccer field to show her what boundaries look like yeah (laughs) Uh, that's so funny uh use i statements when you use an i statement you communicate an assertive clear and non-negotiable boundary when not while not blaming or threatening the receiver uh for example i feel blank when blank because blank what i need is blank um by using an i statement you communicate confidence is your right to protect and express your thoughts feelings and needs by defining a boundary um not blaming or threatening the receiver. Okay, well, let's talk about this because I've talked to you about this, Delaney, about in relationships. I think you're so good about being like, hey, if this is a thing, I'm removing myself from this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I'm really bad about that where I'm like, these are my boundaries. This isn't one. It's okay. And if those things pop up, I'm like, okay, well, let's figure it out as opposed to just being like, no, that's something I can't do and I need to hold strong in that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, how how do you feel like you were able to do that so well and in such a respectful way of like, look, I can't, these are the things I can and can't do um, in a way that yeah. doesn't feel blaming or threatening. Well, I, I think, think you're so good at that. I think, um, I think it depends on what it is, you know, like what, what is the boundary that's either being crossed or been crossed for me? It's always been like when I, it depends on what I feel like putting up with, I guess at the time, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it kind of like, all right, I used to be fine with like, oh, if they're out every night and I don't hear from them and all that stuff or whatever, like, oh, no big deal. Um, But I think what I need now as, you know, getting older, I have, I guess I just have different needs, you know? So I guess my boundaries Mm -hmm. have changed too. Yeah. Where I guess uh, that that's a bad example because honestly, Cam could really go out and do whatever the fuck he wants, and if he doesn't text me, I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. Ah, right. But um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like like yeah, let's going back to like a basic one of like the cleanliness thing that the boundary I set for me. We had just moved in together, and so that boundary was so important because now we were sharing the same space mm-hmm. versus when we were just going back and forth to each other's apartments and stuff. Like I wasn't as animate about it because it didn't really directly affect me every single day, you know, throughout the day. So that boundary became a lot clearer, you know, when we moved in. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I just kind of I think I hit a wall where I'm like, I don't feel like dealing with bullshit anymore. I think <sighs> I had so many I had a lot of experiences with dating and stuff and 
I think I just really was kind of done with um, the stupid behavior that can come from just like, you know, the hookup culture and stuff like right. that. And I think it was like, yeah. all right, we're not into this. I'm I'm moving along now. I'm ready for something else. So I guess mm-hmm. it just felt like a natural thing. It didn't feel uncomfortable in yeah. romantic settings for me. Yeah. What's hard for me is the family stuff and the work stuff. Yes. Okay, and food. Food is ah! a big one. Yeah. Food is really a bad, it is a hard one. Mm. That is just how I do uh, that's how I medicate everything. I medicate, I celebrate I, when I'm sad. I mean, everything is food. So that's a, that's a really hard one for me. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Food is just like everything for me. Well, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think that makes sense. That was helpful. <laughs> I feel like very out of it. My voice is also kind of fucked up. Are your okay? voices? No, but <laughs> it was going to be my good shit. But Kelsey and I went to an, on, uh, Kelsey, me and Melissa went oh, on an yeah. impromptu trip to Vegas and I lost my voice screaming at Magic Mike. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I just feel like kind of still like, oh, that's mess. so funny. Oh, I, I wouldn't be able to tell your voice sounds really? to me. Yeah, oh, yeah wow. I couldn't tell either. Oh, it sounds very ooh to me, but um, <laughs> maybe yeah. this is just normal person volume to you, but you're used to being so like <laughs> fired <true>. up. <laughs> yes. But it sounds, I wouldn't know. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. So fine. Um, well, before we get to good shit and everything, uh, so when you're setting boundaries, start small. Like any new skill, communicating your boundaries takes practice. Start with a boundary that is less threatening and build from there and seek support. You can gain support from friends, counselors, support groups. Communicate your desire to practice setting healthy boundaries and create an accountability loop for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so. you... Del, you feel like the one of the biggest things for you is food boundaries? Yes. I'm trying to think what my biggest like category is. Do you have a category that resonates with you particularly, Tay, that you feel like you have a hard time making boundaries with? Yeah, definitely relationships. I I, I don't have trouble making them, but I have trouble sticking to them, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because I go, I I said I said it, so it's that's me. I did it, you know? But then if they're crossed, I go, I make excuses. Yeah. Oh, interesting. For the other person. That's in- it's so funny because, yeah, so relationships are your big one. I feel like I'm re- relatively decent with relationship boundaries, but I'm really, yeah. Food and work are my two biggest ones mm-hmm. that I really have a hard time setting. What about you, Kels? Yeah, I would say work um, and just like my time yeah. and understanding. I still struggle. I mean, it's gotten better, but still struggling with the idea that I'm not like a robot who can yes. complete 50 tasks a day. And that's kind of still what I expect for myself a lot of days and then feel really bummed out or let down when I don't check every single thing off my to-do list. So trying to make better boundaries with myself and like my show calendar and just the daily tasks. Um, I do think like boundaries and relationships has been an issue for me over the years, but as I've gotten older, I've gotten a lot stronger at setting them like in the past relationship with um, the borderline ex obviously had a lot of trouble setting boundaries there. Mm. Like I was not being treated well and I was real wishy-washy. I'm like, okay, well, I don't like this and this doesn't Mm -hmm. work for me, but I guess this is the only way things work for you. So I guess I'm just going to keep changing and changing and changing to be whatever you need me to be for this Mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. And then I just was kind of like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Right, Yeah. yeah. You shape shift enough to try and be what somebody needs and you realize like I just lost myself. I don't know even what, what this is anymore. Um, but then, you know, I did eventually leave that and, uh, with Kane, I've talked about it a billion times on the podcast, but like him getting sober and me really finally 
making like a solid boundary of like either this changes or I'm gone. Um, but it took me like years to get there and mm-hmm. I would kind of make boundaries and I'd slip back on them and make excuses. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm proud that I have gotten better about that over the years, but um, work and just like respecting myself enough, I think is something I really need to work on <laughs> respecting myself enough to make a boundary of like just self care. Yeah. And like, self-love and all that totally all that woo-woo shit it's Mm -hmm. so true though like i i really do want a better relationship with myself otherwise um i think i'm just gonna kind of stay in this place where i keep burning out like i feel so burnt out right now you guys like yeah really really burnt out i just i would really like to take at least like three days in a row off like just completely like nothing like not a show not having to record and like just not doing anything doesn't have to be going on vacation just three days at home of not doing anything and it feels impossible it like feels actually impossible to Mm -hmm. to take that time off for myself but I feel yeah I feel that mental burnout yeah Yeah. like I can't think I can't feel fried yeah well and I mean this (sighs) podcast is I think I've gotten a lot better about the work stuff I will slip up and have periods where I'm like oh this got bad again Mm -hmm. I'm like prepping for the special got really bad and I bit off more than I could chew um and had to cancel some things but I mean I feel like I'm in such a healthier place because of this podcast and because Mm -hmm. of how much the three of us have talked about it with the work stuff, because I used to feel so guilty about canceling or backing out of things or saying no. And now I'm like, I've gotten pretty good at it. Honestly. Yeah. You know, better too. You guys have helped me a lot. Yeah. Support group. We're just like, like, Oh, we don't need to do that. Yeah. It's like, what we talked about earlier were either disrespecting somebody else or disrespecting yourself. It doesn't even have to be disrespectful to like cancel on a show. But when you take things and you're not capable of doing it, you're disrespecting your own needs. Yeah. And you're pushing yourself to do something you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. And if you push yourself too hard, you know, you'll get sick, you'll get burnt out, you'll get run down and then you're not going to do a good job anyway. Yeah. So it's like, Totally. And in another level is like not even saying yes to the show to begin with. Yes. yes. No, maybe next time. Getting better like, about that. Not even booking it because that time is sacred for you. Like, no, that's my that's my personal day. That's my personal weekend. That's my vacation weekend, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then not even having to cancel because Getting you're like, no, I this is that that's what's so hard is like for for me and I'm sure for you guys, too. It's like when you see like a free day in the calendar, it's gets filled up pretty quickly right mm-hmm. like you just put things quickly. on it uh-huh. yeah. and so I've really tried and obviously still struggle with it but I try to at least give myself one full day off every week yeah mm-hmm. it's usually a Saturday or Sunday just because I try to you know because cams off on the weekends but I try not to even respond to an email that day like wow, it's just good for you it's yeah. just supposed to be fun and self-care and all that I fuck up all the time. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> but I, it's usually I try to keep something free in my calendar. Like, oh, I can't put anything on that day. So even if the the other weekend day is a little beefed up with stuff, beefed just up. one day is supposed to be clear on my calendar. Yeah. Very challenging. Yeah. But um, I think it just, it needs to be frequent though. It can't be like, well, let me work my, let me work for six months straight and then I'll take a, a weekend yeah. off. Yeah. I mean? It's gotta be, it's gotta be. And then a little bit every day too. There's gotta be some, some time in your day, every single day that you feel like is your time that you feel, you know, you're taking care of yourself, whether it's just going for a walk or making some nice food for yourself or taking a nap or 
stretching or just anything. It's got to be daily or else like that, that whole feeling when you don't see the end of, you you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel type of feeling is just the worst feeling with with the workaholic tendencies and stuff. It's a terrible feeling to have. Yeah, definitely in it right now. Um, Anyway. I think that's the bulk of uh, of boundaries. Yeah. You want to do some segments? Yes. Before we get into segments, we have an iTunes review that we want to give somebody a shout out for. This is uh, from Jess Bayer. It says, best girl gang, this podcast will change your life. They take mental health and make it easy to talk about. These ladies are honest, real, and will make you laugh no matter where you are. Warning, if you listen at work, you may start laughing at your desk. Oh, that's, <laughs> nice. that's super cool. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Jess. Um, Thanks, Jess. Yeah, feel free to leave us a, a rating and review on iTunes uh, for a chance to get featured on an episode. Yes, please. We just got a big spike in it. Thank you, guys. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. Uh, Segments, y'all. What's happening? (laughs) Segments. Um, I mean, this is kind of just a plug, but good shit. My uh, tickets went on sale for my special taping in Portland, Aladdin Theater, uh, Portland, Oregon, on November 10th, two shows, 530 and 8 o'clock. Um, I've gotten a lot of nice messages about it and I'm hoping that we just like sell those out and it's great. I'm very excited to do it. I feel like, uh, good about the hour and where it's at. I mean, I'm still constantly tweaking, but, um, yeah. And I'm taking, uh, the next couple weeks, uh, not totally off, but like off the road and Mm -hmm. off of like doing full club weekends and, and, um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that, and awesome. it's still it's still a little ways away, but it's uh, it's coming up. So thank Sweet. you. Guys. I think there's going to be a ton of helpsters there. Yeah, I'm running to self help this Instagram this month, and I like as soon as I plugged the thing, there's like so many like people flying out to it. It's oh, so cool. that's amazing! Oh, yeah. I'm gonna so cry. Awesome, that is so nice. Yeah. So excited! You guys fucking rock. Love it, Del. You have a good shit or uh, fuck sure, or anything good like shit. that. So. Um, <laughs> me Kelsey and my best friend Melissa did a spur of the moment Vegas trip because Kelsey is just a beautiful angel and has befriended uh, the host <laughs> of the Magic Mike show Chelsea who is another beautiful angel and was able to hook us up with some seriously dope tickets and a situation that I am forever grateful for where I got pulled up on stage oh, for shit. the Oh my God, you guys, the freaking number in the show that I have been <laughs> dreaming about for the last two and a half years. Um, so you guys, I think I, I think I want to put the full video on Patreon. <gasps> it's six minutes long. <laughs> oh and it's my basically gosh. me laying on a bed on stage while a half naked man dances above me, like doing acrobatic type work. <laughs> Oh my, you guys, I mean, seriously, I'm still coming down from that, that moment. So you might see a little bit and piece, uh, bits and pieces on Instagram because that's, I just have to share it. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'll put the full thing on Patreon. It's like a full video. It's the longest segment of the show, like of the magic Mike show. And Delaney was on stage for it and it was pretty much the highlight of my life to, to watch her up there she yeah, was very happy it was it was magical so kelsey thank you so much for making my dreams you come know. true chelsea thank you so much um for making my dreams come true and also <laughs> melissa too melissa had an amazing time yes and she, she got was, pulled up there too she's oh, a shit. fucking warrior like 
pumping breast milk in the room yeah. like going out having fun i was like wow she really has like grabbed motherhood by the oh, horns yeah. and just made it made it her bitch made it whatever she wants it to seriously. be seriously was she, she able to drink and stuff she did she drank because she, she had to pump go, she had to go back to the hotel you know a little bit early mm-hmm. to to pump mm-hmm. and stuff like that but she was a freaking trooper i mean she seriously she, the way she works is like breast pump in one hand and like a beer in the other and she's just going she you know goes done. with the flow. yeah oh my gosh oh, but yeah so fun. i knew i knew she would really uh, enjoy that after uh, pushing out a human not yeah long that's, ago. that's a, a nice lot. nice yeah. little getaway for her yeah um but yeah that was so yeah check out a uh, patreon if you want to see a six minute video of my dreams coming true <laughs> <laughs> that was so good <laughs> that's, that's my good me. shit um, yeah, I had like good shit slash treat yourself last weekend. Um, I went to the John Mayer concert with my friend Danny, which was awesome. It was oh, such a good show. It's the second time I've seen him live. Um, and then went and did Vegas the next night after that. So it was just like a weekend of doing fun, non-work related things. Still very exhausting. That's why I, like, yes. I really do need to just take some time here to not do shit because I was like so wiped out afterward. Um, but also good shit. I just found a new um, weekly volleyball open gym um, that's super close to where I live. And I went and played and it was really fun. And it's just crazy how like getting back in touch with that part of myself makes me feel so much more like whole and Mm. well-rounded and uh, it just felt so good. It was really fun to go play. I just played for like two hours straight and was super sore all week. And I was like, yeah worked, <laughs> worked out muscles and never work out and uh it was just great so that was my cool. little good shit yeah that's great yeah so this comes out on september 30th um i am gonna be at the university of nevada in reno for a show on october 3rd and then i'm gonna be in new york um the 4th 5th and 6th for shows uh if you want to check out my website i will have those local dates up by now um and then headlining comedy works in denver october 13th through the 17th so go to kelsecook.com uh lots of shows coming up cool and then my website won't pull up um but you can go to ttomcomedy.com for tour dates i know october 12th through 14th i'm at the tempe improv in arizona um and then i think i'm in st louis the next weekend and then oxnard and then chicago uh wait oh cool okay it's up yeah here we go um yes okay so switch those so tempe improv october 10th through 12th uh levity live in oxnard california october 17th through 19th uh helium comedy club in st louis uh october 24th through the 26th and the chicago improv november 1st through 3rd um and then my special taping so get on that sweet noise and i just want to give a shout out to one of my doing it with delaney creative consulting clients shout out to amanda she has a business called white tea consulting and she is a financial consultant a business and personal finance and my gosh she is the greatest. She has helped me so much with my own business, actually. Really? Oh, wow. I know. It's like, who's consulting who here? I'm not really sure. <laughs> but um, she's she's fantastic. If you feel like you are a hot mess when it comes to organization in your business or personal finances, she helps you with everything. And she breaks down jargon for you that is confusing. And she tells you exactly what you need to do. And I cannot recommend her enough. So uh, you can, uh, you can uh, hit her up if you are curious to know what her packages are like. 
like um, at amanda at whiteteaconsulting.com. And that's amanda at W-H-I-T-E. T-E-E consulting.com. So, um, man, she's, she's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. You guys, we love you so much. Thank you for supporting self helpless. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at self helpless podcast. And you can visit selfhelplesspodcast.com for all things self helpless. Learn about Patreon and how to sign up. Our merch is there. Information about our Facebook group and how to join. All the episodes you can listen to are on there. A little bit about the show. Our individual sites are linked there. And our contact information, email, and P.O. box if you want to send us some love letters. And you can follow us individually as well. I am at Delaney Fisher on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and DelaneyFisher.com, where you can watch my docu-comedy special, Love at First Cousin, for free. And then DicksByDelaney.com if you want to buy some dick mugs. Sweet. I'm at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, KelseyCook.com for all tour dates and merch. And my album, Savor It, is still available to buy on iTunes. And you can watch Wrists of Fury, my foosball web series that has an episode of Taylor and Delaney uh, on the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. And I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram and ttomcomedy.com for my Netflix special and all live tour dates. Sweet. We yeah. love you guys. So much. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help? Can you help me?